Welcome to Fertility Friendly Food. I'm your host, Stephanie Velarkis, accredited practicing dietitian and nutritionist and director of The Dietologist, an Australian-based practice focused on optimizing fertility through nutrition. This podcast will bring you snack-sized episodes for you to learn, grow, and be inspired by the latest research, facts, and practical lifestyle tips about eating well for optimal fertility, helping you cut through the confusion and myths to take back some of the control on your fertility journey, one bite at a time. Welcome back to another episode of Fertility Friendly Food. I'm your host, Stephanie, expert fertility dietitian and nutritionist and founder of The Dietologist. And I am thrilled to have you back for this much-awaited podcast episode all about a particular nutrient called choline. And I thought it deserved its very own episode because I talk about it so much and I think it is generally quite under-recognized in the space of fertility, pregnancy and preconception health. So I really want to shine a big light on choline, give it some credit where it's due and teach you a little bit about this nutrient. Before we jump in, though, don't forget that you can secure your seat to my free masterclass talking about the four key fertility nutrition mistakes that I see my clients making and what to do instead. If you'd like to sign up to save your seat, there's a link in the show notes below for you to secure your spot. Now into today's episode. So first of all, what is choline and why have you potentially never even heard of this nutrient before? So choline is new kid on the block when it comes to vitamins. It is a critical nutrient and it is very important in this preconception period, which I will get to in a little moment. But choline actually helps to support the role of folate and vitamin B12 in its metabolic cycle. And it is also a critical component of the neurotransmitter called acetylcholine, which sends messages from our brain to our body and influences obviously how our nervous system works and also our mood. So why have you not heard of this nutrient before? Potentially you have if you've been a long-time listener and follower of mine. But the reason why this nutrient hasn't really gotten much attention is because it was never identified in the traditional suite of vitamins and minerals and is classified as a vitamin-like nutrient. And I guess the definition of vitamins is they are essential for our existence. And whilst our body does naturally produce a very small amount of choline on its own, unfortunately, compared to our requirements, um, we still need to make sure that we are getting some choline through our diet or supplementation where appropriate to ensure we're actually meeting the ideal amount of choline in our diet. So obviously this needs to be reviewed and these things do take time, but it is definitely an emerging area of nutrition research. And I guess sometimes my clients ask me, well, how are we still discovering vitamins? It's 2021. 
Uh, vitamins were only discovered about 100 years ago or less. And so nutrition is a very young science. So we are probably still yet to identify some of the key things that are essential to our existence, which is pretty wild to think about given the state of science and technology today compared to 100 years ago. So why is choline so important when it comes to preconception and fertility health, pregnancy and breastfeeding? Well, like I mentioned earlier, choline plays a supportive role to folate in terms of the way it is metabolized. And we know that folate helps to support rapid cell division and protect DNA, as well as reduce the risk of neural tube defects. Now, there has been an interesting study that was done that showed even between one group of people that were just taking folic acid and another group of people that were taking folic acid plus choline, that the group that took the choline, even though it was the exact same amount of folic acid between the two groups, had a significant reduction in the incidence or occurrence of neural tube defects in their pregnancies compared to the folic acid fortified population on its own, which is fascinating because obviously, the government has taken great steps to try to improve our population's folate status to reduce the risk of neural tube defects such as spina bifida where possible. So should we really be taking these same steps when it comes to choline and why hasn't this been done yet? So I really think that this research is crucial and really escalates the need for choline to be on the map when it comes to preconception and fertility health. The other reason choline is so important for pregnancy and preconception health is it is one of the key building blocks for your baby's cells as they develop in the womb and is necessary for the expression of your baby's genes and their cellular health as well. It's also important to help protect the health of your placenta and facilitate the transfer of nutrients to your growing baby across the placenta. One study showed that higher maternal intake of choline in the third trimester can alter the expression of your genes that can regulate placental blood vessels and stress reactivity. So it can help improve our tolerance to stress and the baby's tolerance to stress, in fact. It's also ideal for there to be a decent amount of choline in breast milk. It has now become mandatory for infant formula companies to actually fortify their formulas with choline. So choline is definitely getting on the map in a variety of ways. Another fantastic study showed that improved choline intake of about double what the current Australian recommended daily amount of choline is in the third trimester and whilst breastfeeding actually significantly improved infant cognition results, which was an indicator for their future IQ or intelligence, which is really fascinating and links in really nicely with that explanation that I was mentioning earlier about acetylcholine. So obviously the more choline, that's the more opportunity for us to make that neurotransmitter. And that is that communication between all our nerves. The quicker we can do that, the quicker the processing speeds. And yes, I, I too also want to know how you can test a less than six months old um, cognitive um, rates, but it seems to be a very basic um, response task to some visual stimulus, which is really interesting. So if choline is so important, as I have just mentioned, why aren't we 
you know, talking about it more when it comes to nutrition changes, preconception. Why don't all prenatal supplements on the market have a decent amount of choline in them? Because staggeringly in Australia, only 1% of us of reproductive age are actually meeting our choline requirements. So there is a lot of work to do. Now, a number of reasons why choline hasn't been included in many prenatal supplements in large quantities is because A, this is relatively new research, so we're looking at the last three years or so, so product development does take some time. And two is choline is an exceptionally large nutrient, and particularly in the dosages that we require them in to meet requirements, they are going to mean lots of capsules. So very high dose choline in a prenatal alongside other nutrients found in a prenatal like folate and iodine and zinc and iron and vitamin D and so on. When you combine it all up, it increases the number of capsules And I am sure if I asked you if you prefer to take a one per day or an eight per day, you're probably going to choose one per day and companies know that. So obviously it's important to be cognizant of how much choline is in your current prenatal supplement. And this is something that I do with my clients and Kaylee does as well with her clients. When we choose a prenatal supplement is we're looking for it to have some kind of choline in it. It's not going to meet 100% of your recommendations, which preconception is around 420 milligrams per day. But we want it to have some contribution to fill in any dietary gaps in case you're unable to meet it through diet alone. Interestingly, though, that study that was done looking at third trimester choline intake and the improvements in babies' cognition doubled pretty much that dosage. So it went up to 930 milligrams. So that is quite a lot and is unlikely to really be achieved through diet alone unless we have some supplementary support, which is what this trial actually did. So we do need to consider that combination of both diet and supplementation to help us reach our choline requirements. So dietary sources include meat, fish, and particularly eggs, And the egg yolk, which is where all the choline is found, is a very efficient and dense source of choline. So one egg provides around 150 milligrams of choline. So two eggs per day is 300. And then if you can fill in the gap with some other sources, such as some protein-rich foods, and then also some plant-based sources, such as soybeans, sunflower seeds, wheat germ, and some vegetables as well, kidney beans and the like, we are on our way to hitting that target of 420 odd milligrams of choline daily. Now, supplementing with choline, you can look at it in terms of your prenatal supplement with a small dosage to fill in some gaps. There are a very limited number of choline supplements available on the market. They often come with other nutrients. So it's important to talk to your healthcare provider before starting um, any kind of new supplementation regime but something to take into account for sure. And I think the key thing here is, is that if you are following a plant-based diet in particular, or you are a vegan or vegetarian, um, although eggs are a fabulous source, you are at an increased risk of not meeting your choline requirements. However, as a population, 99% of us aren't anyway. You can try to achieve it through a really well-planned vegan or plant-based diet and then also having a discussion with your healthcare provider around supplementation as well. 
All right. So, Colleen, unsung hero of the fertility, pregnancy, and breastfeeding nutrition space, I think it is absolutely well-deserving of more attention in the scientific literature and also in just general media when we talk about pregnancy health and preconception health. It's all about the folate, but I think Colleen is really, really being underestimated. Now, if you are interested in learning more about some of the key nutrients and how to meet those big targets sometimes using diet and lifestyle, then you may want to check out my self-paced online program, The Waiting Game. It's designed to help upgrade your fertility nutrition in just 30 days. You have three months to access all the lessons and trainings that I've designed and has helped hundreds of people already. I also have nutrient by nutrient counters in there, including one on choline with all the different foods and how much um, you need of each of those foods to meet your nutrient demands for choline, um, including a plant-based and an animal source as one. And I have one as well for iron, zinc, vitamin D, omega-3s, folate and iodine, which are really, really handy and printable um, for your preconception preparation. So if you're looking for an affordable way to get scientifically backed and expert advice in this area, then definitely check out The Waiting Game. The link will be below. I hope you've enjoyed this episode and you've learned a thing or two. Don't forget to leave a rating and review in Apple Podcasts, hit subscribe or follow and share with a family member or friend. And don't forget to tag us at the underscore dietologist of you listening to your podcast. We love sharing those on our stories as well. And until next week, everyone. Bye.